Surviving the Deep State is a book I've written under my pen name of Muir Taylor. It describes the current state of the world in which we are living, and it explains the basis behind the government cover-up of the UFO phenomena. Let's delve into the history of the New World Order apparatus, also known as the Deep State, to see how they develop so much control and what their real objectives are. This is a story with many layers, all explored in my new book, Surviving the Deep State, available on Amazon. It is a book of books. It is a complete intelligence briefing like no other. And it's a survival manual. Former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid has in fact said the U.S. government has been hiding key details about UFOs for years. He has stated why the federal government all these years has covered up, put brake pads on everything, stopped it. I think it's very, very bad for our country. There was a uh, 1967 report in which an object appeared over a U.S. missile base at the same time 10 of the missiles became inoperative that most people are not aware of. Star and Stripes quoted former Air Force Captain Robert Salas, who was at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana in 1967, when 10 intercontinental missiles he was overseeing suddenly became inoperative as the sky lit up with a mysterious glowing red object overhead. First, let's look at history. Winston Churchill moved from the Admiralty to the hallowed position of Prime Minister of England during the darkest days of history. After obtaining a nightly intelligence briefing, he would stroll underground to his bomb-proof residence. There was a small bar nearby he would then attend. And one night after a major air raid, he said, Unrestricted submarine warfare, unrestricted air bombing, this is total war. Finally, he said, time and the ocean and some guiding star and the high cabal have made us what we are. There exists, beyond any doubt whatsoever, an international high cabal. It is obviously apparent. It has remained largely anonymous, but hidden in plain sight. If you look at how Washington operates, defense, the CIA, and state use the technique of the briefing officer to reach the decision makers. So what the cabal does in this particular instance is to use rather Bush League tactics, leaks from senior prior administration fuses who have not yet been removed or found out. This is one of their tactics to exercise control. History is seriously warped by so much government and academia-funded interpretations of historical events with no critical thinking or analysis accompanying it at all. There is a phenomenon known and called the cover, the CIA's official euphemism for not telling the truth. People have fallen victim to the many pitfalls of the secret society and of the cover story world with its lies and counter lies. This book I've written explains it all. According to ex-CIA agent Kevin Shipp, this deep state shadow government now employs 1,271 organizations and 1,931 private companies with 10,000 intelligence gathering locations across the U.S. Operating outside of U.S. law and Congress itself is not even fully aware of its size and complexity. Vladimir Putin of Russia just recently exposed the reality of the men with dark suits in a recent interview, May of 2017, with Italian media outlet 
Les Figaro. Putin spoke about those in dark suits, which tell every U.S. presidential administration exactly what to do. Quote, you know, I've communicated with one U.S. president and then with the second and with the third. Presidents come and go, but the politics remain the same. Do you know why that is? Because the bureaucracy has a lot of power. So a person is elected. He comes with his ideas. Then people with briefcases come to visit him, well-dressed in dark suits, kind of like mine, except instead of a red tie, it's black or navy. And then they explain what to do, and the whole rhetoric changes, you see. This happens from one administration to the next. End quote, Vladimir Putin. Who are these people? They are the unelected bureaucracy, the true ruling class. The actual identities are revealed in my book. These people rule the new world order agenda. They are pushing for a global dictatorship. They want a total surveillance society and a world bank with a digital currency and an RFID chip population that they can completely control. Let's examine CIA Vault 7 for a moment. One, the CIA has malware which creates backdoors into your smartphones and smart TVs. Two, your electronic devices are the CIA's microphones. Three, your PC computer is the CIA's spy via Windows updates. Four, Skype chats are converted into text and stored on CIA clouds. This is now all widely known in distributed public knowledge. This was accomplished, by the way, during the Obama administration. Is it legal? To continue, five, cars can be used to carry out assassinations. Six, it looks like the entire Silicon Valley group is part of the CIA apparatus. Now what's happening? Who is being exposed? The world is under major deception. Doesn't the CIA have a mandate to protect the American people? Vault 7 also says that the U.S. consulate in Frankfurt is a covert CIA facility. That's not really a surprise. Consulates are great covers. Vault 7 also says the CIA can mimic Russian hackers by leaving Russian fingerprints. That's called a frame. Now, the mainstream propaganda media has not even touched on Vault 7. The reason they don't report it is that the Fourth Amendment has been torn apart. The right to arbitrary intrusion is lost. Now, absolutely everybody knows what the deep state is. It's a shadow government that controls the real power. Congress is no longer consulted when more is declared. The Constitution is not followed by the judicial branch. Old school politics was just theater. The secret cabal. This operates openly, but without approval of the president or the National Security Council. They operate without congressional knowledge. In fact, if you invite them to speak before Congress, they might just say they're too busy. Alan Dulles was a master of deception. He was used to operating as a lawyer and doing whatever his clients told him. He carried this mentality over to his government service. He was very guarded and circumspect, and yet would invite members of the press to his private dining room and share the secrets he wanted to. Secrecy was used to fit his purposes. It is the object of my book to bring reality and understanding into this vast, unknown area. We live in a world where this cabal dominates in hidden government power structures. It's independent. It uses agencies such as the CIA for its covert agenda. What the CIA calls peacetime operations are covert activities. Controlling secret intelligence is the key. The enemy is communism or whatever the flavor of the day is. There's always an enemy. 
Paramilitary plans and activities are carried out by agencies under the guise of national security. Some of these may be valuable, but many are the promotion of a hidden agenda. Since most individuals are on a need-to-know basis, very few individuals have the view from the top. Most of these secret organizations originated in Europe or Britain. Their reach extended into the Americas from there. Through their relationships with undercover infrastructure, such as universities, think tanks, and the mainstream news, these people can influence governments all over the globe. Now, they don't react well to criticism or publication. They don't like to be questioned. They consider themselves a new religious order. They are indeed deluded. I'm talking about the deep state or the secret cabal. Now, they have their own masters. These are ruthless men in position of high power behind the scenes. I explore the deep background of who is behind operations against our president, how they are funded, and lastly, what you can do about it to protect yourself. We'll explore the myriad of secret societies and front organizations. Now listen to this. When all else fails, the diluted New World Order Group will attempt to create, in the future, a global economic crisis. But my book covers every angle and how you can protect yourself. For example, the NSA does an amazing job, but there are rogue elements we are dealing with. The NSA should not allow unrestricted access to their people of their data transcripts. 60,000 people have access. It wouldn't be difficult to restrict access. You'll find this across many alphabet agencies. Corporate governance principles are absent and for a reason. Let's move on. The City of London Corporation is a private financial and banking center which controls the Bank of London. The Bank of London controls the Bank of International Settlements, which controls all of the world's central banks. The City of London is also a Masonic Lodge. The city's emblems all originate from ancient Egyptian or Babylonian witchcraft. The dragon in ancient Babylon represented the pagan sun god Marduk. The Pergamum altar from the Temple of Zeus has now been relocated to the Pergamum Museum in Berlin. Now the New Testament reveals without any doubt that the dragon is an emblem of Satan. Here's what the book of Revelation prophesies. Revelation 13:2, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and in great authority. And they worshiped the dragon which gave power to the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Revelation 13.4 Now the figurehead of the city of London is the great red dragon. He supports the crest of the city's coat of arms. In fact, you cannot enter the city without passing ten special dragon boundary marks that designate the perimeters of the city. It's also a fact that Freemasonry's World Headquarters, the United Grand Lodge of England, was officially founded on 27 December 1813. The Order of the Garter, with its 26 members, comprises most of the real ringleaders of the global city of London. The most noble order of the Garter and St. George, founded in 1348 by King Edward III, is still the world's highest order of Freemasonry, the order shows a blue witch's garter surrounding the red-colored cross of St. George. The order is designed to be presided by Queen Elizabeth and the Prince of Wales. Are these merely colorful characters, or does it go a lot deeper? 
Strangely, during the Order of the Garter ceremonies, the sovereign wears a special gold collar about the neck of a specified weight, 30 ounces troy. This, it is said, is in memory of the 30 pieces of silver for which Joseph was sold. The truth is, of course, Joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver, and it was Judas Iscariot, the treasurer of the Lord's ministry, and one of his very own disciples who betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. This New World Order conspiracy has been going on for literally hundreds of years by the oligarchic families that run it. It is nearly at full fruition. Only today, due to the advent of the internet and the expansion of knowledge, can this be exposed to those who are seeking the truth. The Masons, in affiliation with other secret societies, have been in virtual control of the majority of American government for 100 years. They have also infiltrated our major institutions. They are hidden in plain sight. They use symbols that are associated with Greek mythology to confuse and obfuscate. The power to print money, which is specified in the U.S. Constitution, was subtly changed into the power of foreign banks to print our national currency and then charge interest on top of that. Jekyll Island was a cabal designed to charge interest to and then tax hard-earned money from the American people. It's a prime example of usury. Since then, of course, the nation has economically imploded numbers of times, and you have millions of underemployed as well. You have 50 million on food stamps. FDR approved the reverse seal of the U.S. on the Federal Reserve note in 1933. He was a 33rd degree Mason. Greenspan has stated there is no higher law than the Federal Reserve. So are these people driven by a lust for money, or the love of mammon? Is that the bottom line? However, let's keep in mind that rulers are set up and taken down throughout history. George Patton was fond of saying, all glory is fleeting. Ex-Masons have told us that only the highest degree Masons are initiated into the master plan. Until that time arrives, they simply use signs, numbers, and symbols to cloak their ominous plans. The media and the central banks move their plan forward. The world may be on the precipice of an implosion unlike any we have ever seen. Bohemian Grove is a 2,700-acre-old cult retreat located in Northern California, 75 miles north of San Francisco. Each year in mid-July, a two-week meeting of powerful world leaders occurs there in secret, similar to the Bilderbergers. Some believe this is an initiation ceremony for the elite. The main focus of the retreat is an Egyptian witchcraft ceremony, the Midsummer Fire Ceremony, held in front of a huge concrete owl named the Cremation of Care. In the ceremony, there is a sacrifice as a burnt offering to the owl deity. The effigy arrives from a small lake in a boat, the boat in ancient Egypt was called the boat of Osiris and symbolized the sun god in its travels across the sky. The boat of Osiris is now the symbol of world religions coming together as one. In the Old Testament, this heathen owl deity was called Moloch, and in the New Testament is Moloch. When the children of Israel acted in apostasy, they burned their children on the altar of Moloch. In Greece, this owl deity was a symbol of the goddess Athena, after whom the city of Athens is named today. The owl in Freemasonry is a symbol of the Illumined Ones at the very top of the Pyramid of Power. These are only several facets of the Deep State. In the next several episodes, we will review further secret information. 
Under my pen name, Muir Taylor, all of these facts and much, much more is revealed in the book Surviving the Deep State on Amazon. I've also written two related books, Iran, The Event, and You Must Have Silver. Both are must-reads.